Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the European Hoops podcast. I'm Andre, I'm your host and we are uh, Sports Eaters Production. With me I have the pleasure to have our two EuroLeague uh, experts, Dio Valente and Tiago Cordeiro. On these uh, two-part special episodes, we will bring you our power rankings, an update of the power rankings that we did in the beginning of the season that uh, I did with Diogo back then, and now we have the participation of Tiago Cordeiro. We will go over uh, the way we rank all of the 18 teams of the EuroLeague. This will be divided in two parts, so we will have uh, our bottom nine teams, and then we will end with our top nine teams. Stay tuned to find out how we rank all of these teams. And this is also a preview of what we expect to see from each of these teams moving forward for the rest of the, the EuroLeague season with the playoffs and the, the playing battles approaching, heading to the Final Four, which team we think that has the better chance to come out of the, this edition of the EuroLeague as the champions and also which team has the best shot to be in the postseason of the EuroLeague and aim to go all the way into the Final Four. I will go first with my 18 ranked team and then we will be alternating throughout the episodes with uh, how we rank all of these teams. After I let you guys know who I have in 18th place, it will be time for Cordeiro to give his the team that he ranks in 18th place. Then Jog will bring us uh, his 18 17 team, Cordaire brings us his 17 team, I go ahead and I give my 17 and 16 team, and so on and so forth, and we will keep going all the way until we reach the, the first place. So let's wait no more time with the introduction, and you guys please subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Twitter, at T20 League, so you don't miss out any of our content. Let's get to it, and I will go ahead, and in 18 place, I have Asval. Statistically, and if we were to look at it just from a statistical point of view, there are arguments to have Asphalt ahead of Alpa. For me, clearly, these two teams are the two bottom teams of the, this edition of the EuroLeague. Asphalt has a plus-minus of minus 202 points. It's uh, the second worst of the, the whole competition. They have a net rating of uh, minus 11 points. But I believe that they have been one of the, the most disappointing teams of this edition of the EuroLeague. They had two coaching changes throughout the season. They are having issues of... Um, just being able to to make the most of uh, their roster. Initially, I had them ranked also on this uh, bottom tier with album. I flip them. I have Asphalt now in 18th place. The the combination of poor performances and this uh, disappointing season and. The biggest tiebreaker that I had between these two teams is not only the fact that Alba had has the head-to-head -head advantage between both of them. That's the reason why they also ranked on 17 in the standings. It's uh, it's the fact that Alba plays um, a better brand of basketball. They have a purpose, they have a system, and while they might lack on the top talent that will allow them to be more competitive, and Asphalt has some of the top talent, that just makes what Alba is doing more promising in the long run, and Asphalt doesn't seem to have that path to success or that path to try to be competitive or even an identity. That's why I rank them in 18th place in my power rankings. And uh, Kurdair, it's your turn. Who do you have in 18th place? Okay, Andre, I might disagree with you, but I see your point and uh, it's all, we can switch always the teams and it's not that uh, high of a difference. So, But the, the team that I'm picking with the 18th, uh, position is all of Berlin because comparing with Asvel and seeing uh, the starting fives and even the 
the rotation that they have. I do favor Asvel uh, when uh, when uh, talking about talent. Uh, this Alba team is a team that likes to outscore, and they don't have talent. They're they're not talented enough to outscore um, some teams. And even if you can see like the percentage that they shoot, it's not that high. So they always try to outscore. And first of all, I think that they need to to have a system defensively, and they're not good in in that part. So for me, they're the worst team. And it's not disrespect at all, because this Euro League season, it's, it's we have plenty of high quality teams. But for me, uh, Alba belongs to the 18th position. Okay, for my number 18, I'm gonna go with Asvel. Uh, I feel like before the season, I I'm not gonna say I was high on them, but I did recognize that some changes had been made as far as the roster, and I thought they were a much more talented team this season than they were last year. And I don't think that's a lie because they do have several players who are very talented and I thought they should have been better so far in the season. But the fact is the product on the court has not been good whatsoever. Um, defensively, they struggle a lot. And even though they have the talent offensively, for some reason, they can't put it all together. They've been switching coaches and it, it just hasn't been good. So I could argue if they could be 18 or, or 17, but I, I just don't think there's an argument to be made for them to be higher than any of these two spots. So I, I got to have them last because I, I really, I'm not pleased with what they've shown so far this season. And they're not showing that they deserve to be a EuroLeague team. Um, it can't just be to put together some names and think they're going to win you games. You really have to be a group. You really have to be a team. And they just haven't shown that. So for these reasons, I have Asvel as my worst team in the EuroLeague this season. At my number 17, I'm going to go with Alba Berlin. Um, I feel like it could be a toss-up between Asvel and Alba, but uh, I think I've enjoyed watching Alba play more than Asvel um, because of the young talent they have, because of Johan Steeman. I think he's been amazing this season. Um, I like the way Alba tries to compete against everybody. And even though they are young and they don't have much experience, and obviously the talent gap between them and the other teams is, is big, is wide, they keep competing. And they've won some games that they probably shouldn't have won, uh, but that's just a testament to them and to the way they fight and they try to compete every night. They they try to outscore opponents, even though they know other teams are more talented and have a lot more more firepower. But I think Alba has done a decent job at at least trying to stay competitive. And I think the fact that they put up a better product on the court is why I give them the edge over Asvel. Because if we just look at talent, maybe Asvel has more. But Alba does try to play good basketball and they do try to be competitive and they take pride in, in trying that. So uh, I've enjoyed that for Alba this season. And I, I think the young guys like Procida and Spagnolo have done a good job improving their games. So that's another big reason why I, I've been a fan of what Alba's been doing this year. So I like Alba over Asvel and they are my number 17. So as I said before, uh, the pick that I'm picking in the 17th position is Asvel. Because... Uh, it's a team that has a bit more talent because we have guys like Nando De Cole, even Paris Lee, and Paris Lee is playing the best basketball that I've ever seen him playing. So shout out for him. They have TLC, so they have a lot of experienced guys, even Mike Scott. Uh, so they had, they have some talent and they just need a system to to round for the players to to be to be guided, because I think that they only need that. And on the defensive side, they need to be more consistent and they they, they need to 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 want to defend. Uh, so for these reasons, they are in the 17th position. 
uh, talent-wise, I think that they could be higher, but it's about the system that they play and the lack of consistency. It's back at uh, my rankings and uh, time for me to give you guys who are my team 17 and 16. At 17, I have Alba and that closes that bottom two teams tier that uh, for me are by themselves. And I have honestly pointed out why there is a difference between these two teams. With Alba, it comes down to they playing a better brand of basketball and being able to try to do as much as possible with the, the players that they have. Alba is an aggressive team. It's a good uh, team in the offensive board. It's a team that tries to play at a, a high pace. They are not being able to produce offensively. It's a very good uh, rhythm. They rank last in offensive rating. They are the team that scored the least points per game. They have a night rating of minus 11.7. It's the worst of the, the whole competition. They are not a good team by any stretch of the imagination. But take into account that they are able to be tied on the standings with Asphalt. Having the advantage on their head-to-head direct confrontation between these two teams giving them the advantage that places them in terms of the current performance in 17th place taking into account that they play uh, a better brand of basketball and they have uh, defined uh, style and that their coach has the ability to try to do the most with the roster that they have for me that gives them an advantage and uh, this is the smallest of the rewards that the team can have but uh, that makes them climb a position in the power rankings taking into account where they had where i had them in the beginning of the season and they flip with us well and they are now currently in 17th place for me now i will start a new tier with uh, the next three teams and in 16th place i have red star right now this is a considerable drop for this red star team and that comes mostly because of their performance so far this season and uh, they are not performing to the the expectations that i had for for them starting the season and i'm sure that they had for themselves they dropped five places from where i had them ranked heading into the season they currently are in 16th place but they are part of a tier of teams that i see them as being uh, teams that can try to compete to be in the positions right outside the the planes there are no big margins between all these teams. Currently, Red Star is in 16th place with 10 wins and 16 losses. That means that they, they are three wins behind the, the playing spots. But they are behind all of these other teams and they are one win behind the 12th place. They are two wins behind the 11th place. And they certainly have shown that at their best, they can compete with almost anyone in the competition. Uh, they are a team that have a plus minus of plus 31. If we keep lo- looking up the standings, there are no teams with a positive plus minus until the 13th place. This means that when they are playing at their best, they can perform at such a high level that allows them to come out with this plus minus. But their home and road splits are give us a hint to, to the reasons why they are not being able to perform at a high level. It's the lack of consistency. Can they go on the run and uh, try to, to climb the standings and they would be deserving in terms of talent to maybe rank as high as 13 in this power rankings? Yeah, sure, they can. But the truth is they are, don't have that consistency and many times we see that in their shooting consistency, especially when playing on the road. And that just makes of them a team that haven't been functional, that uh, is not able to find themselves and just find solutions to be always competitive. So the strength of of schedule certainly would matter here and they certainly have ways to climb both the standings and the power rankings, but taking into account their 
performed so far in this edition of the Euroleague. And I believe that the margins between them and the other teams that I have ranked ahead of them are thin and are small because this is a very competitive Euroleague season. And because of that, and I'm using that as a tiebreaker to have them in 16th place. Cordair, tell me, who do you have in 16? The team that I'm about to pick uh, for the 16th position is a team that I would assume that they would be better in the offseason because I really like the, the, the transfers that they made and the heads that they, they put on the team. They were building a pretty good lineup and the team that I'm talking about is Red Star. Uh, I really like the head of Milos Teodosic, Nemanja Nedovic State, Iago Santos, a guy that can that can score. Uh, they needed that for sure when they miss it when they they lost Luka Vildoza. Uh and you can see like Joel Bellomboy is playing such a good basketball with Milos Teodosic. Uh, but I think that they lack some consistency, and even on the, on the defensive side, Red Star. Uh, Always, they're they're always like a low key good defensive team uh, playing at home, and now they're not being consistent enough. Uh, and I think that they just need uh, a center that is more physical, because Joel Bowen Boy is an undersized center in my opinion, and they lack some consistency on on the defensive side because of that. And they this team is always uh, suffering some injuries. Uh, Milos Teodosic and Nedovic, uh, they're injury prone, so they need to deal with that. Uh, and for these reasons, they, they belong in the, in the 16th position. Okay, this hit right here is where it starts getting interesting because I feel like after these last, these bottom two teams, is where basically any team has a shot at, at making the, the play in, the playoffs, whatever you want to you wanna say. Um, at number 16, I'm going to go with Valencia. Um, I feel like, obviously, they started the season at a, an amazing pace. They they played great defense to start. They they shocked some of the higher, uh, the higher tier teams, um, and they were able to get a lot of wins. But I feel like as the season went on and on, they, they started to, I'm not going to say go away from that, but obviously other teams started figuring them out as well. So they started to drop a little bit. And even though Valencia is obviously ranked uh, higher than 16 in the standings and with the way they've played, I don't know how sustainable they can be uh, until the end of the season. So I guess this could be a bit of a hot take to have them here. But uh, I just look at the other teams and I see more talent. And with a, a, a full duration of a season, I just think the other teams will be better in the long run. So I'm going to have Valencia at 16, even though you, you can always make an argument for them to be a bit higher. But I think this is a fair rating. Uh, as far as what I expect uh, until the end of the season, I would have them as number 16. At number 15, um, this is a tough one for me because I was very high on this team before the season started. Uh, I have Red Star. Um, obviously, I think to start the year, they had all of the, all the talent in the world. They, they had a lot of names. And it was a team that we obviously needed to see them play together to, to see their full potential. Uh, but then they losing Shabazz Napier, uh, the amount of injuries that they've had. Uh, I think that the, the switching the coach, I just think that they've been through a lot this season and uh, we haven't really seen them play to their full strength. And uh, defensively, they haven't shown us that they can play at a, at a top level. So it's been hard for them. And also the way they struggle on the road has been very hard. So I think for Red Star, I just don't see them having a higher ceiling than this type of tier right here. So it's hard for me to put them over some other teams that uh, obviously I'm going to explain later why I have these other teams ahead. Um, I think Red Star has talent. I think they have an amazing home court advantage, of course. But uh, compared to the rest of the teams, I just don't see them being ranked higher 
because they haven't shown us the ability to do that. They they struggle a lot defensively. They struggle on both sides when they play on the road. So it just hasn't been a, a great season for them. And I don't see it getting better right now. So I have them at my number 15. So in this position, the team that I'm about to pick, uh, they might fool me. And I think that when this episode is on air, uh, I think that we need an update. Uh, but um, the team that I'm picking is Zalgiris. Uh, and... They're in a good stretch right now. Uh, they're on a good streak. And I believe that they will keep going. Uh, I assume that they want to compete for a playing spot. And they can do that. And they can reach to the playoffs for now. Because they're, they're finding some consistency. Uh, but the thing here is they need to find the consistency playing uh, on the road games. Because at home, we, we know that it's always it's always tough to play in Zalgiris, in Kaunas. Uh, but when it matters the most and when playing road games, uh, they always uh, find uh, a lot of difficult, uh, a lot of hard tasks, uh, and that's why I'm picking them on on the on the 15 position because the teams above, I believe that they uh, even though that they don't have the, uh, any star like uh, Keenan Evans, they're more consistent. And they can find ways to win. So that's why I, I believe Zalgiris belong in the 15th position, even though I believe that they can go higher. Very well. And I agree with a lot that you guys just said. It's time for me to bring you the teams that are ranking 15 and 14th place and the other two teams I have in this tier alongside Red Star. When I create a tier, it means that these teams are somewhat interchangeable between them and that there are scenarios that these teams can... Uh, leapfrog each other in the rest of the season. In 15th place, I have Jalgiris. Jalgiris is a team that uh, we know that they are always competitive, especially playing at home. And this is a thing that I have been talking about many times in this podcast, that um, they had a negative home record. And that's very rare to see with uh, Jalgiris. They currently are 6-6 six at, six at home. They have a record of 11-15 and 15, uh, for the season. And with that, they're ranking 13th place on the standings. Why do I have them slightly below their place understandings and I have them in this 15th position in my power rankings? Throughout the roster, they do lack some of the top-level talent that allows them to consistently be able to defeat um, the, the opponents in certain matchups. They have one of the hardest... Uh, um, rest of the season strength of a schedule and that's certainly something that they will be battling against for them to be able to go all the way into getting to the planes so that's why i have them on this tier of teams that uh, they are borderline playing teams teams that can aspire to end on those places right outside of the planes but it's hard for me to be able to see them leapfrogging all the way the teams that are above them and getting all the way into the planes. The, the, this is a very competitive early season and the margins are very thin for all of these teams. But this is Jalgiris team that have... They had a coaching change throughout the season and uh, they are a team that... Um, they have always good coaching. Coach Max Vitis was a good head coach. They weren't having the results that they expected. They did a coach a coach change and they brought Andrea Cinciere, that is one of the elite coaches of the EuroLeague. Their plus minus for the season is minus eight. They are they have almost a positive plus minus. And I spoke when I mentioned Red Star that they are the only team with a positive plus minus. And while in Red Star cases case is the fact that they lack the consistency to to have 
those consistent results that will allow them to to translate this plus minus into into wins into being higher understandings which Jalgiris is them having somewhat some consistency throughout the season that allows them to have minus eight and they have the highest plus minus of the the bottom six teams in the the Euro League and uh, that's the reason why they are here in this position and why I rank them in 15 and ahead of Red Star in my power rankings. In 14th place, I have Bayern Munich. Bayern currently ranks in 15th place. And Bayern is a team that we also spoke about their consistency, but especially in the offensive end. They have a plus-minus of minus 75. They are tied with uh, FS uh, in the plus-minus for the season. They are tied with uh, FS, Algiris and Milano with uh, a record of 11 wins and 15 losses in the standings. But with uh, Bayern, is their ability to produce offensively enough game after game. They have been a player like Ibaka that really has been affirming himself as one of the best players in the EuroLeague. A player that brings them some consistency in both sides of the court. We know how Lucic is important for this team. But especially their backcourt players and where they have some inexperience there. They are able to perform at a very high level, but not they are not able to do it every single game at the same level. That makes it hard for Bayern to be able to compete consistently with all of these other teams. And that's why I have them on this tier that goes from the position 16 to 14, but at the top of the tier, because I believe that their top talent and their level of talent plus coaching, um, they have shown the ability to very soon take the steps that they need to, to take to, at the very least, be in the playing contention, to be in the playoff contention, to become a postseason team in the EuroLeague. And I see them, and that's the reason why I have them at this moment at the top of this year, as a team that uh, very soon can take that leap. And they even have the talent to eventually dream to be at the, the bottom of the play-ins, to be right outside of it. Uh, it's not an easy battle <laughs> for them, but uh, they can be near those positions once the, the regular season is done. And uh, Bayern is a team with a lot of potential, a team to, to watch out for the future because this is a, a longer term project, as we have mentioned many times here in the podcast. And that's why I rank them in 14th place in my power ranking. So in this position, I have Bayern and I'm kind of disappointed with them because I thought with the adding of Ibaka, they would upgrade on the defensive side and they, they would be better. But it's not the, it's not the case because... Uh, uh, last year they they're averaging 36 rebounds per game with Hotel Lancer, and this year is the same. It's almost 30, it's 37, so it's kind of the same. Uh, the only thing is Ibaka is averaging 1.4 blocks per game, and Hotel Lancer didn't uh, it's, they, it didn't impact uh, on the on the on the blocks. So I would assume like Bayern needs to put some uh, perimeter defenders on him because uh, they can be better and they have uh, good conditions to be because they have good players, offensive players. So they need to upgrade the defensive side. And I rank them above uh, Zalgiris because even though they don't have any star player, they have a lot of streaky shooters and streaky scorers because... Carson Edwards can win any given game if he if he's in a good day. Even Sylvan Francisco, we saw it against Partizan, for example. So they have a lot more depth, and I like Coach uh, Lasso. So that's why I'm picking them above um, Zalgiris, and they have some uh, defensive potential. So that's why they are above. 
At my number 14, uh, I have Zalgiris. And this is a team that I wasn't high on to, to start the season. And the way they started, uh, I was kind of being proven right. Uh, but then with uh, Coach Max Vidis uh, going out and Coach Trin Sherry stepping in, uh, obviously, this is a, a changed team now because they've been playing such high-level basketball and they've won a lot of games recently. So I, I feel like Zalgiris is better prepared to, to make a run at the play-in for the, the rest of the season than Red Star or Valencia are. And this is the reason I have Zalgiris above those teams. Uh, I think Coach Trincheri brings a certain level of professionalism and just being ready that this team didn't have before. And obviously, uh, I still don't think they are the most talented team here. Uh, Obviously, there are a lot of teams more talented than Zalgiris. But the way Coach Trincheri has them ready to play and to play their role and to to be competitive as a a, a group, as a unit, I just think that's so valuable. And and that's why I have Zalgiris ahead of Red Star and Valencia. Uh, I'm confident in Zalgiris being able to to put up a run to, for the play-in. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it because the other teams are very, very good. But I think Zalgiris is, is in a good position to make a run for the rest of this season. It's going to be very hard, but I, I'm high on what this Zalgiris team can do with Coach Trincheri as the coach. At my number 13, uh, I have the Spanish team, Basconia. Uh, I feel like, uh, and again, uh, similarly to Zalgiris, I, I wasn't super high on them to start the season. Uh, I thought they were lacking some talent. I, I thought... I would need to see if they could work together. Uh, but uh, there's one guy here that I just wasn't expecting to be as good as, as he has been. And uh, that's obviously Cody Miller-McIntyre. I feel like the impact that he has brought to this team has been amazing on a night-to-night basis. Um, the way he can score, he can rebound, he can pass the ball, facilitate for everybody. He's been having triple doubles. He's going to defend your best guard. I mean, he just can do it all. And he has been so good for this team and such a great compliment to Marcus Howard. Uh, I feel like this team has been working very well together and they've been able to win a lot of games that I wasn't expecting them to win. And that's a testament to obviously Marcus Howard, Cody Miller-McIntyre, Chimo Moneke, Sadar Kerskis, Coach Ivanovic, like Everything they've done has been amazing, and I probably should have them a bit higher. But uh, like I said before, I just look at the other teams and the talent that these other teams have, and it's hard for me to put Basconia over some of these teams. Maybe I would be proven wrong, uh, but right now I feel like this is a fair spot here, uh, considering what they've done so far and what's left of the season. Um, I think a range between 10 and 13, they could have fallen on either place. It's it's sad that I got to have them at 13, but I will explain why I have these other teams ahead. Uh, I think Basconia has been doing a very good job this season, and I expect that to continue. I just don't know if it's going to be enough to make a playoff run because other teams are very, very, very talented, and I don't know if Basconia is going to be able to offset that, but they are in a very good path. So shout out to Basconia because they, they're playing very good basketball. Okay, the team that I'm about to pick, they don't have any star player. and They only have one or two guys that can be good scorers. But the team as a whole, uh, they they work so well. And on the defensive side, they're one of the best teams. And you already know the team that I'm, I'm talking about. Um, in this position, I have Valencia, higher than Zalgiris and Bayern. Because of the defense, we know that they're pretty good on the defensive side, and the system that they play, like they like to shoot, but they shoot in a good way. Like they share the ball, uh, and uh, Chris Jones adds a lot of rim pressure. So whenever he drives, he kicks it out, and 
he's he, he's got some shooters. I really like the adding of Justin Anderson because he adds a lot of physicality and uh, aggressiveness, which is good, and they need that. Uh, so that's why they're above, and uh, I believe that they will try to go to the plane because um, they're in a good position for that. This takes me to my next tier of teams, and these are three teams that are ranked between 13 and 11. And I have two situations here in, the, in this tier, and I'm ranking them by order of talent and also... Or, how high I think that they could compete and how close they could be to fight for Final Four, but at the same time, how likely it is for these teams to aspire to be on the, the planes uh, when we reach the end of the this EuroLeague season. I will start with my team that is ranked in 13th place, and that is, like uh, Thiago here, uh, I have ranked in 13th place Valencia. Valencia currently is ninth. They have 13 wins and 13 losses. They, have, they are one win ahead of Partizan, that is in 11th place, and two wins ahead of this group of teams that is led by Milano with uh, 11 wins and 15 losses that are in 12th places. So this comes down to Valencia and the battle that they will have to be able to hold to these playing spots. I do believe that some teams uh, that uh, I have ranked ahead of them have... Uh, more chances or better chances to be able to be on the planes once the regular season is done. Despite that, Valencia is having a great season. They have a great start to the season and they have been playing at a very good level. And that's why I have them ranked two positions higher than I have heading into into the season, into this edition of the EuroLeague. Currently, they have a plus-minus of plus 13. They have an 8-6 and six record at home and 5-7 and seven record on the road. And... Uh, comes down to is their schedule easy enough the rest of the way and will they be able to be winning enough games the rest of the way to be able to hold this uh, one and two game advantage that they have for the teams below them and uh, will be able to hold off teams like Partizan in Milano that you guys will notice that I haven't spoken yet on my power rankings and with that end up in the, the playing spots. With me ranking them in 13, I'm obviously expecting that they don't want to be able to do it. But the, the margins between these three teams that I have ranked on this tier, that I expect to see them just missing the planes, and the teams that I have on the tier ahead, that are the teams that I expect to see on the plane, are small. I just don't think that in terms of overall talent, maybe this doesn't apply to game style and to play style, but in terms of the overall talent of this roster, Valencia is slightly below, and that's why I rank them in 13th place. On the opposite side of the spectrum, I have Ephes, that is my 12th ranked team, and with this we are heading into our last two ranked teams on this first part of our power rankings. And Ephes, as we know, they are below Valencia in the standings, they are currently in 14th place, and they are part of that tie for 12th place with 11 wins and 15 losses. They have a plus-minus of minus 75, and they have been performing way below expectations. Player like Will Clyburn has been performing way below his level of play. They have been struggling to find themselves, and they have been struggling to win close games when they have those. Ephes will need to be able to get out of this uh, five teams tie for the, sorry, four teams tie for 12th place. They have a team like Partizan 
uh, in 11 place ahead of them and they will need to leapfrog teams like Valencia and that might not be enough for them to get into the, the plane. That's why I, despite recognizing the talent of this roster and seeing the improvements of the way that this team plays, I do think that this is and will end up as a disappointing season for FS. And that's why I dropped them seven positions in my poll rankings from the from the preseason. They are the team that had the biggest drop in the standings. And I do see them as just missing the, the play-ins. And that's why I rank them in 12th place, despite recognizing the level of talent of this roster. Cordaire, take over. And who do you have in 12th place? So in my 12th spot, I have Milano. Uh, the only difference between them uh, and Valencia is that this Milano team has a lot of firepower. They have uh, Chavez Napier, Devon Hall. Uh, they have one of the top players in EuroLeague. Last year, in my opinion, he was like the second best player uh, with Nikola Mirotic. If he's healthy, uh, he, he can fight for that position. Uh, he, they have Shevin Shields, a great scorer, and we saw it against uh, Real Madrid. So they have a lot of guys, uh, good guys. So that's why they, they're ahead of Valencia. And on the defensive side, they're good. They're a good team on the defensive side. Although they only need uh, to address uh, the center position, in my opinion, because although they have Poitras and Kyle Lines, uh, Kyle Lines is kind of older now, so I think that they need to to add a rim protector and a lob threat, kind of like a Josh Nibbles type of player, uh, and I expect them to do that because they have a lot of stretch bigs. They have Voitman, Mirotic, Nicomelli, so they need to address that part to add some physicality. Uh, on their center position and now they're becoming healthier because uh, guys are coming back from injuries Shevin Shields, uh, Niko Mirotic so I think that they can have a good run uh, to fight for the playing spot and playoff um, I like, I really like the ads that they, they did with Ronnie Magruder, Chavez Napier so I expect them to be competitive enough to, to fight for that position so that's why they're ranking on the 12th spot. They could be higher, but for now, uh, I'm saying uh, where they are now. At number 12, I have Bayern Munich. And this is a team that's obviously, they are number 14 in the standings. So maybe this number 12 spot could be a bit too high for them. Uh, but uh, I just feel like they are too talented. I, I think every time they've had Serge Ibaka available, they, they are a different team, of course, and we know he has some injuries, so it, it's tough for them to be consistent performing. Uh, but I feel like with him, they are such a complete team. He he controls that whole defense. He protects the rim. And then offensively, he can step outside and shoot. Uh, he's been such an amazing player for them. Uh, I feel like this team, when at full strength, is very, very talented. And some of these wins that they've had have proven that. So uh, I'm high on this Bayern team as far as the talent they have. And I think they should be able to to step up and play better uh, for the rest of the season. Um, but yeah, I have them at number 12. I like the roster. I like the way they play. Obviously, guys like Carson Edwards, guys like Sylvan Francisco, those are guys that can get hot, but they can also get very cold. So it's a bit of a mix here between these guys that can they can do the best and the worst in the same game. So it's an experience for sure. Um, and that's why they haven't been able to be a super consistent team. That's part of it. Uh, but I feel like as the season goes on, they, they will continue to learn how to play with each other and how to be more mature. So I think this team has a, a great 
a chance to to make a run at the play-in, and I really like the talent that this team has. So I have Bayern ahead of Basconia for that reason, and I'm going to go with them at number 12. At my number 11 spot, I have Efes. Um, I feel like this is another team that if you look at the results, uh, you would probably think they've been underperforming. But the fact is, the amount of injuries that they had is kind of insane. So I guess it's justifiable. Uh, but they've been starting to come together now. They've been getting guys healthy. And I feel like this team at full strength is uh, it's dangerous. Like I think this team could beat anybody when they're at full strength. So even 11 might be too low for what this team's value really is. Uh, I feel like for the rest of the season, they have a chance to do something special. I think they could go on a, on an amazing run and contend for, to be in the playoffs. So uh, I really think that's the value of this team. They have a lot of talent. Great guys like Shane Larkin, Will Clyburn now getting back healthy, Elijah Bryant, Darius Thompson, the bigs, Oturu has been an amazing addition to this team, Ty Jones. I feel like they have a very complete roster. I feel like they have depth. So it would not shock me one bit if they go on a crazy run um, and if they are able to make the playoffs. So I'm going to have them ahead of Bayern and ahead of Basconia for that reason. I think they are a better team overall. And I expect them to count on the experience for, from Shane Larkin, from Will Clyburn, Elijah Bryant, all of those guys. And I think this team could be a, a serious threat to make the playoffs and to, to go on a battle against anybody. So I have Efesh at number 11. And I, I hope that I'm not wrong here, but I, I just love the talent on this team and the roster con construction. So I think this team could be very dangerous. So in the 11th position, I have Basconia, and it's kind of in the same tier from Milano. Uh, we can say like Milano has more firepower than Basconia, and they can defend better. Of course, I give you that. But uh, I really like the offensive uh, side of the ball that Basconia uh, has because they they have a system and they can run through that. Uh, I really like the the way that they put Marcus Howard in good positions to score, not just on ball situations, but they have a lot of off ball situations where he's coming off screens, staggers. Uh, so it's really good for them to to not just play in a one dimensional uh, offense. Uh, and I really like that that uh, they did in Cody Miller McIntyre. We already seen it that is a triple double machine, and he can he can deliver it in, in this level, and it's so good to see. And the other parts, the 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 complementary pieces that they have with uh, Chima Moneke, uh, Cedar Keskis, this year they they know what to do and they know their role. They're good on the defensive side, even though that Basconia isn't but those two players uh, can do pretty well in even Cody Miller McIntyre uh, so that's why I rank them uh, above of Milano because they have um, they are uh, a good shooting team and at this level is is pretty amazing and that's why I consider them a little bit above of Milano it's time for us to reveal who are the last two teams of our bottom nine and uh... I also have Basconi in 11th place. They raised five places from the preseason rankings. They have been a good surprise in this edition of the EuroLeague. There are several factors regarding this Basconi team and several things that they, they are able to start doing it. Uh, first of all, let's just look at their numbers. They have a plus-minus of zero. They are exactly in the middle in terms of their plus-minus. They have 2,150 points scored and 2,150 points allowed. They have a record of 8-6 and six at home and 6-6 six and six on the road. This is an extremely consistent uh, basketball team. 
one of the main questions uh, heading into this season was if Marcus Howard can be in a consistent basis the top scorer that this team needed him to be and he has responded that he is then uh, a player like Cody Miller McIntyre that uh, we described him as a approximation of what Darius Thompson was for this in last season he's shown that he's maybe as good he has been playing at an incredible high level and having a great great season and then it was can this team be consistent defensively and now they have been they have been able to bring that to the table to just perform at a good enough level that allows them to with the energy that they bring into the court with the energy that they bring into the game to be a highly competitive team but with all of these positives and with the consistency that this team brings to the table I have them ranked in 11th place and in this group of teams that I have just outside the planes from these three teams Pasconi is by far and that's why I have them ahead of Vefas and Valencia the team that I think has the best shot at making the planes they have currently a record of 14 wins and 12 losses that places them two wins ahead of Partizan and three wins ahead of Milan with the rounds that we have left it will make it very hard for them to to not make it into the planes and to not be on the decisive stage of the competition but i do believe that there are two teams that are below them in the standings that uh, have a shot at being able to leapfrog them and they have a shot at uh, tending to be a final four team uh, something i do not see basconia having this was a very tough ranking to to give to basconia i do think that overall and all things being equal this 11th spot is a first spot for basconia but in terms of the odds of making it to the postseason this was a very very tricky ranking to give and uh, i am having milano and i am having partisan ahead of them but taking into account into consideration how far these two teams are from uh, from Basconia at this moment on the standings it can be hard for them to be able to to pass them and uh, in the end of the regular season i won't be surprised if Basconia is one of the teams being on the on the planes of the EuroLeague then i have a tier of um, of four teams that uh, will be my ranked 10th to seven places and again this was very very hard to rank the teams because of what i believe is the value of the roster and uh, how i see them uh, performing the rest of the season versus what they did already and for 10 place i had two big contenders within this group and that was maccabi and milano i end up going with maccabi in the 10th place and we know that there are a lot of factors that go into this maccabi season Talent-wise and pure talent-wise, this is a team that uh, we expected to be fighting to be on the top six. And that's still, it's possible for them. They are two wins below the top six, but there are two teams tied for sixth place with uh, two win advantage over Maccabi. So I think that there are these other two teams, and especially Milano and Partizan that are behind them, that in terms of the potential and the talent that they have on their roster, I would give them a better shot to fight to be on the final four than I give to Maccabi. And if I am ranking all of these teams within the same tier, I'm valuing the chances 
or the expected chances of the teams to be on the final four as the definitive tiebreaker and that's the reason why I end up having Maccabi in 10th place. They currently have a record of 13 wins and 10 losses and that places them tied for 9th place with uh, Valencia and in my power rankings that leaves them in the, this 10th uh, position of the, the power rankings. Now, uh, Cordair, go ahead, let us know who is your 10th uh, place team and then uh, Diogo, do the same so we can end this first part of our poor rankings. So in the 10th spot, I have one of the most disappointing teams so far in this season, and it's an Adol Efes. The only thing that is uh, preventing them to be good so far is the defensive side, because they're the worst uh, defensive team at the moment. Um, we can say like they were dealing with some health issues. They, uh, Elijah Bryant was dealing with some injury and Will Clyburn too. But at the moment they're healthy and the issues are there. We can we can notice. Uh, so they need to address uh, that part of the game because it's so important as as the offensive side. Because on the offensive side, uh, they they feel they fit like a glove. Now with Will Clyburn back, they're attacking a lot of mismatches. He's a smart guy, so he can pass it outside whenever whenever he's playing uh, on the post. So they have a lot of guys that can shoot. So they're a good offensive team, but at the moment, the only issue is the defensive side. And this is preventing them to be in the playing spot. So for these reasons, they rank, they rank in the 10th spot. And we can switch between them and the 12th spot, but their ceiling is so good that I, I'm ranking them above of those two teams. Getting into the top 10 now, uh, I have a team that's pretty much higher than, than 10 in the standings, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to hold on to that, and that's Virtus. Um, obviously, they play amazing basketball. Coach Banky is amazing. Obviously, he's shown it during the summer, and he's doing it now during the season with this Virtus team. They play very good basketball. They share the ball. They play a, a, a good transition game, getting shooters open, and it looks like Coach Banky has revived like Marco Bellinelli's career, uh, because he's been playing very good as well. But I just don't see them having enough talent. And this is no knock on them, of course, but other teams are just younger, more available, and uh, athletically, I mean, and they just have more talent overall. And this is no knock on Virtus. I think they've been playing great basketball. I think they could make the playoffs, of course, but uh, I just, I'm just higher on what those other teams are, can do and what they have the ability to do. Um, I think Virtus has been amazing this season and they deserve all the credit in the world for the way that they play basketball, led by Toko Shengelia and older guys like Daniel Eckett and Brian Dunstan. Uh, I think they've been very, very good. So please don't, don't hate me for this, Virtus fans. Uh, I think you guys have had an amazing season, but I don't know if until the end of the season you'll be able to keep it up. Um, but still, uh, they are a playoff contender, of course, and I expect them to be in that fight when it comes to the end of the season. Um, so, uh, great job by Virtus so far. I hope they can keep it up. I just have some questions about can they, and these other teams should be on the come up now. So, that's why I have Virtus at number 10. This gets us to the end of part one of our power rankings. On this episode, you guys heard who we rank on our bottom nine teams for uh, each one of us, our combined bottom nine, taking into account our combined power rankings, have in 18th place Asvel, 17 Alba, 16 Red Star, 15 Jalgiris, 14 Valencia, 13 
Bayern, 12th Basconia, 11th Efes and 10th Milano. We will bring you soon the part two of our power rankings. Stay tuned for that. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Etos EuroLeague. And also share the podcast with a friend so we can continue to grow and can continue to bring you the European Hoops podcast. As always, I'll be talking with you guys soon. See you guys. Hope you liked it and stay tuned for more. Bye guys. See you on next episode.